Greetings, and welcome to Etzheim's weekly podcast, recorded live in Richardson, Texas. We invite you now to join us for one of our synagogue's Shabbat messages. Okay, so finally, thank you, thank you, Rabbi David, for uh, welcoming me again to share at the uh, Etzheim congregation in Dallas. So let's just pray again, and uh, we need uh, Jesus in this message. We need Yeshua in this message. It's an important message in this current situation, what's happening uh, in our area, uh, not only in our area, but in whole the world. So, Father, we thank you for uh, bringing us together, Lord, in this time of prayer and praise, and just we welcome your spirit to increase in this room. We thank you, God, that you are here. We thank you, Yeshua, that you are the Savior. You are the restorers of lives and changing hearts. In Jesus' name, we pray that you will bless this message, God. We pray that the right words will come into our hearts. Yes, first start off me, Lord. And then we need you, Lord, to touch many lives around us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So thank you again. I'm really happy to be again to It's Chaim congregation. I don't know who uh, is new here. So uh, I'm... Born in Nazareth, living in Bethlehem, and grew up in uh, Gaza Strip. And the, the message is basically today that God was really putting in my heart to give it to you. is walking by faith, not by sight. Uh, who told you once, I don't know if you're familiar with this kind of teaching, when you believe in Jesus, everything is fine. <laughs> everything is okay. No problems, no troubles. Life going to be nice and you're going to have probably your Lamborghini. <laughs> we have to know that Jesus promised that lives will be not easy. We need to know that life will be difficult. Life will be not easy. But Jesus promised that when we believe in him, we have eternal life. We'll have better life. We'll have a closer friend than our brothers and sisters. So I just want to really comment into that before going to the next level of teaching. Is that I want really to focus on three aspects of faith with you. Faith when, when needing trust during troubles and trials. Faith when needing strength during times of weakness. Faith when needing peace. During Katuk period. I lived in Gaza until age 15. Since the 7th of October, a tragedy happened in Israel. It's very difficult. Things became not normal, where all tensions in the societies and economy is not stable. As you know, no tourists. People are right now in difficult situation, suffering in this war. Both people groups. One of my friends, he called me before two days. He said to me, please pray for us in Gaza Strip. He's a Christian. Where there are 900 Christians right now in two churches in Gaza Strip. We've been able to help them, support them, give them food. Because it's not easy to have food for them during this kind of war. But after two days... I did hear 
that there is a bomb hit that church. And there were 19 under the rubble. One of them is my friend. It's very difficult for all the people. All the people are suffering in this war. And we need to know that Jesus is coming to save people. Jesus didn't sleep. Jesus is still there. But I want to share with you really this story because it's important for me. One friend was killed. His wife, his son. Even his son was killed like age three months only. So you're talking about a baby. And his brother, and I was talking to him before the war even, in the 7th of October, he was telling me how life was very difficult in Gaza. So, why I'm sharing this with you today, why I'm here in this congregation, is to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, to pray for salvation for the people. There are many people who are suffering right now. Messianic believers and Arab believers. We are in the middle. But I want to keep going with the teaching about faith. So I'd like to share with you Luke 8, 22, 25. Feel free if you would like to read it. Now it came to pass on a particular day that he went into a ship with his disciples. And he said unto them, let us go over into the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. Who fell asleep? Jesus. Yeshua. You are with me, so I just want to make sure. And when storm came down on the lake, they were filled with water and were jeopardly, and they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased, and there were, was a calm. And he said unto them, What is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commands even the winds and water, and they obey him. As I mentioned, God may allow storms in your life. One thing I want to encourage you of, if there is no storms in your life, you're not living the right Christianity. If there is no storms in life, you're not living the right Christianity. All the disciples been in storms. All the believers been carrying the cross until death. We are facing storms because Jesus promised that will be storms. Jesus doesn't promise fancy life. Although we love fancy life. We're going to see a few photos later. But the point is, Jesus promised will be difficulty. So I would like to share also that Right now, where spiritual warfare over Jerusalem is very much. The Middle East is raging. Why? Because Jesus is coming back. The devil is very angry. The devil is trying to put crazy stuff upon the believers. Some believers are saying, oh, I can't, I can't make it anymore. Oh, <laughs> Jesus made it. The disciples was strengthened. By Jesus. Because he is the one. Who made it into the holy of holies. No one can make it. 
But Jesus made it. And this is why we need to look into Jesus, not into the storms. In Matthew 17, 20, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as mustard seed, you can say this mountain move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Yes, we need to trust in the Lord. My brothers and sisters, get encouraged today. Get encouraged into Jesus. Into not the storms. The storms will be much more later. I'm telling you. We don't know what will happen. But when we look into Yeshua, when we look into Yeshua, He will give us life. He will give us hope. He will give us a new things. Can I get another slide, please? Yeah, so. So we'd like to share with you. Before this slide, I would like to share with you. Our unity is needed in these storms. Messianic, Arabs, Jewish. The faith basically is needed. And we need to know that God is with us in storms. God is with us in storms. According to the APA dictionary, I don't know if you're familiar with this. APA dictionary is a psychological association, American association. is defined faith. You know what is it? Is unwavering loyalty, belief, and trust. We need to have trust fully, 100%. We need to trust him 100%, not 99.9%. Because he is trustworthy, Jesus. Yeshua is trustworthy. Imagine a couple is married, and then the couple is not trusting each other 100%. It's going to be very crazy marriage. I don't know. Yes, I'm not married, but I'm just telling that because we know that in the studies, how it's important to make a covenant. And when you make a covenant, God will reward you. So we need to renew our trust in the Lord. Problems will come our way. God has not promised to deliver us from trouble, but to go with us through the trouble. Jesus will go with you in the troubles. Jesus will be with you in the troubles. I would like to share a quick story about a person. He is my friend. He had an accident on a two-seater open jeep. They are very popular in the Middle East, but also dangerous because of the high center of gravity. And my friend discovered this too late. He rolled it over twice, and while it was upside down, he released the seat belt and fell on the ground. He was put on a stretcher and taken to the hospital with what the attendants thought was a broken spine. The whole time of the trip, he repeated all Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. In this day of the trouble, my friend found Christ to be his place of safe, stronghold, and his faith a life saver. After examination, the doctor and staff were amazed when they discovered 
that he did not have a single broken bone in his whole body. So we believe in Jesus that he's still working. We believe that he is moving in power with dreams and visions across the globe, across the Middle East. We see many Muslims coming to know Jesus. We saw many people knowing Jesus in the, even, even in the middle of the war. My prayer for you is to be part of the intercessor group. We need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I want to encourage you, pray for Jerusalem. Pray for Israel. Pray for what's happening right now. Pray without ceasing. How can our faith grow when needing trust during times of weakness? I want to tell you something about this from Isaiah 40, 29, 31. He gives strength to the weary increases the power of the weak. Even the youth, tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Wow. They will soar on wings like eagles. Across the Middle East, we pray for labors to be sent out in this hour. We pray for harvest. The harvest is plentiful, but labors are few. Yes, we may get tired. We may get to worry. Storms of life is there. But never cease to amaze me how he increases our strength and gives us power when we are weak. With his strength, we can run and not grow weary. We can walk and not faint. But only in and by his strength, what encouragement to keep moving forward in ministry in these days to come. Jesus is coming back. So I want to share with you a few upcoming updates from our update here in Israel. would like to start with uh, the first one slide that I... You show it, please show it again. So... Unity with brothers and sisters. This is an Iranian believer. They're praying for the situation. Actually, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Jerusalem House of Prayer. Tom has also. So this is a worship prayer time. And we were only two Arabs. All of them are Messianic. Because the situation was very tension. So we, I felt the Lord was leading me to go to that conference to share about the love of Jesus. So unity is needing during the war. We keep praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Why I'm sharing this with you now. When I heard that my friend got killed, that there are two options. You either love or hate. There is no middle. If you want to be in Jerusalem, I don't know who visited Jerusalem. We're very direct people. If we, yes, we might be not direct sometime. But still we are direct in a point. So that's mean either you love or hate. There is no option. Right now, the war is telling you, hate that. Love that. Hate this. That person did something for you. Yes, we hate behaviors, but we're not hating people. People being created in God's image. And if you hate people, I'm sorry to tell you, you're not really seeing God's image. And I believe God's image is beautiful. 
and our eyes need to be filled with God's image to show people that God is beautiful. If you see people are not beautiful sometimes, how they can see God? So now we are now in the Middle East. Basically, I, I came from Dubai yesterday. I'm in jet lag. for the. But the thing that God wants us to look to people as people. If you want to look to him, Yeshua, to trust him, he will show you how to serve him. Many believers right now living in a place, you know, of a bubble, thinking Christianity is easy. I can love that and hate that. It's easy. Everything is fine. No, it's not not fine. (laughs) Christianity is like Marines. Yeshua is like Marines. It's army. You fight for your faith. You don't settle down and sleep. You fight and you stay strong in the mighty power of the Lord. And when the enemy is coming with schemes and fetish over your emotions, you say, God, I want to stand firm in my faith in the middle of the storms. I don't want to be shaken. And even if I'm shaken, I will stand firm in faith because I will not be shaken because of you. If your family is shaken, if you're, I don't know what's going on right now is happening. Stand firm in faith. Don't think other than that. Stand firm. Tell him, God, I need you in this hour. I can't do anything without you. would like to share this Bible verse from Isaiah 26, 3, 4. You will keep him in peace, in perfect peace, whose mind stayed on you because he trusts in you. Last year I did talk about peace for those who are remembering. But this year I talked with you about faith. One thing that I believe, as you have faith, as your mind is filled with his peace, you can communicate with others freely with you. Freely you can speak. I would like to share quick photos with you now. This is uh, me with... Shiloh, he's a messianic believer. I don't know if you're familiar with his worship. Uh, it's very nice worship. He's very close, a friend of mine. And, and we're having good time getting the Sifganyot, you know, Hanukkah. It's very, very good. If you want to stay healthy, you need to get it. <laughs> I don't think so. But why we're doing that? Because the Lord is filling us with his peace, with faith. Even in the middle of the storms, we keep our friendship. You can easily hate and be bitter and just say, God, I don't want to, because of that, because of this. No, God, by your grace, I want to stand firm in faith. I want to keep my fellowship of believers. I want to stand firm in these days to come. Perfect peace, why is this so often lacking even though we long for it? Our adversary, the devil, successfully takes control of our minds. 
through news right now, so much news, social media. Once caused in this snare, we no longer enjoy the peace that is essential for experiencing the joy of the Lord as a believer. Furthermore, we usually blame others or our circumstances for robbing us of this peace. We cannot sleep sometime. Because our minds are racing with all the things that trouble us and the following day, it's all still there, feeling like a great weight. Then what to do? Is rejoice always, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Why is the Lord withholding this from us? It says, it's for those whose mind is stayed on thee. The Lord is not withholding it. But instead of trusting Him, we have allowed our minds to become anxious and filled with many things that crowd Him out. Perfect peace only comes when our minds are focused on the Lord. The Lord is a perfect example for us. He made adversity, unbelief, and vey and malice at every step. He filled deeply the bondage and distress into which the whole human race has fallen through sin. He tells his anxious disciples, John, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God and me, John 14, 1. I'm reading this to you. As a message, God, we need your faith. God, we need you to stand with us in the middle of what's happening in Israel, in the Middle East, in the U.S. Pray. Pray without ceasing. May we learn to enjoy more of his perfect peace as our minds stay on our Lord. May we all renew our peace in him. By turning our eyes upon Jesus and looking full in his wonderful face. I like people who are old. They look too young. You know why? Because they look into Jesus. They look into Jesus. They look into Yeshua. And you look to a young man. I feel like I'm talking to an older person. <laughs> Why? Because he's not looking to Jesus. He's not looking to Yeshua. So younger generation, older generation, look into Yeshua. Get refreshed. Let your wings be strong. Fly like eagle's wings. Walk and not faint. Why? Because faith. You stand firm in faith. If the enemy is coming with arrows, I stand firm in faith because he is with me. Yes, I'm an Arabic Christian believer. Not many Arab believers, by the way, in Israel. For those who are unaware, there are only 10,000 Arab believers in all of the Holy Land, including the Palestinian area. Not many. But we learned how to grow strong in the Lord. In the middle of the tough situation, we pray for perseverance. We pray for perseverance. We say, God, I am here. 
I will not go until you bless me. And then God will bless you. He's faithful to bless you. Another. So. And then. As, as he is faithful to bless you. We keep doing ministry. And this is like a youth camp called Dor Haba. We've been doing it. For a couple of years right now actually. And. Uh, this is really. Interesting how you see this photo, like these are uh, youth messianic believers and these are from uh, different places, Bethlehem and, and uh, West Bank in Israel. The Lord is uniting us. The faith is needed right now among the leaders, among the pastors. Why? To see a generation filled with faith. To see a generation not been shaken because of some problems and some difficulty. No, we stand firm. We want to see a generation filled with the presence of God. would like to tell you about my profession. Basically, as I am serving among adolescents and the youth, I did experiment and thank the Lord it went well. I'm kind of finishing now the master's degree in clinical psychology, praying to go for PhD, God's willing. And the experiment was about the gaming addiction, the effectiveness of gaming addiction, and seeing people depressed sometimes because of gaming and how CBT therapy can reduce this addiction and depression. So I did do this experiment in Jerusalem. Among 50 adolescents, you can see the photo, please. Um, here is uh, the photo. Yeah, so you can show the, please, the other one. Other one. So this is where I did the, give the, exp- <laughs> it's fine. Thank you. All well. So defend, def- defending my thesis during the first week of February, by God's grace, only I was awarded my master's degree. So it was just last week. Thank the Lord. And I, <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. I experienced a tremendous amount of discouragement, to be honest. It wasn't that easy. I was the only Christian out of all of them are non-believers. And it wasn't easy. I don't know how can I explain that. I was the only Christian among all the Muslim students, delay after delay, by God's grace, been able to accomplish the master's studies. Uh, I moved around the Jewish and Palestinian community sharing the gospel. And what's happening right now, the disorders is increasing much in Israel and the Palestinian area. You see so much trauma, so much people in need of help as counselors and leaders. And I believe this is my next step in helping others in need in the area. So the ministry that I did call it Ministry of Renew Our Peace. Renew Your Peace is the name of the ministry through which I'm privileged to serve in the land of the Bible. Our purpose first is the harvest. The harvest is plentiful. The labors are few. We aim to prepare work and multiply efforts for great harvest in Israel and the Palestinian territories. 
give, we would like to give you some examples. So we did give a lot of help during the time of war and still we're helping as the Lord provide is to, to give Christians abilities to stay and not leave because there are so many Christians are right now starting to leave the area because of the war. They can't handle it. Three of them, they were my cousins. They said, I don't want to stay. I want to go to Australia, state, something like that. But we need them to stay. Because we are the salt in the area. Imagine people in Lebanon are leaving. Christians. Syria are leaving. Iraq, leaving. No Christians. That's not right. The enemy doesn't want the Christians to stay. The enemy wants them to leave. So pray for us as Christians to stay in our area. Our area is like raging, you know, like spiritual warfare. This is why I'm talking to you about faith. It's very important in this hour. God, we need your faith. We need you. We need you much more than before. And as we have this faith, we can go to the nations. Speaking about Jesus. Christ for all nations and all people groups, Muslim background believers, other people from the nations. You can see this photo from uh, basically a Muslim background believer. He's a close friend of mine. I, lo- I love to eat with him. This, you know, it's very good when you eat with Muslim background believers. They know how to eat. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so, next few minutes we'll get Shabbat and I'm happy to have lunch with you. But my point is, until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. My prayer that we will ask the Lord for the nations. Lord, come bring the nations to you. Come bring Jordan to you. Come bring Syria to you. Big prayer. God can shift things into existence. In Matthew 24, 11, I would like, I don't want to share all the Bible verse, but I want to focus that love of many shall wax cold. God, we need your love to not wax cold in our hearts in these days. Lord, we need to have a burning love for the people around us. And you know, when you have this love, you can give the best to the people around you. And God will multiply as you're giving the best. Because God is love. Is that good? Is that correct? God is love. And as God is love, we need to pray, God, would you encounter us more with your love? Would you give us more from your love to reach many families, reach many older people, younger people? I would like to show you like two other photos just quickly, please. Is this uh, youth from Jericho? We do reach them uh, regularly uh, in Jericho. It's not that easy now. It was before, like one hour just going to Jericho. Now it takes at least four hours back and forth. Why we're doing that? Because we love people. We love people. And God created us as right now, as a humankind. When we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we are in love with the Lord. And as we are in love with the Lord, we love people. And this is God's heart to love 
old people, the youth, the other photo, please. The older generation, you can, other one, please. So this is the final one. So basically, I want to tell you in the end, yes, pray for my continued studies in psychology. I'm praying to continue where I can be able to help people in need. First, in Acts 1.8, first I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Yes, pray for the Renew Your Peace Ministries right now. Yes, pray for the labors as the harvest is plentiful. And my prayer for you and me in this hour is to guard our heart. Many people right now are thinking, oh, what I need to do? Do I need to hate Arabs and love Jewish or hate Jewish, love Arabs? No, 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 no. This is not God's heart. God's heart is to love both people. When Jesus is coming back, he will say, what did you do, my servant? What did you do? Did you love? So my prayer for all of us. God, would you increase our love? We need you. We can't do it without you. So I want to finish with this message today with you. Thank you for listening to me. Yes, my first language is Arabic. The second is English. Third is Hebrew. Although sometimes I'm fighting with second and third Hebrew. because. My <laughs> but b'chesed adon. By God's grace, we can make it. Amen? So let's pray. So Father, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Yeshua. We love you. By God's grace, we can make it, God. Lord, we pray that in this hour, guard our hearts. Guard our hearts. We need you, Father. We need you in this hour. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Lord. We pray for the government. In Israel, we pray for the governments in the Middle East. Give them wisdom in this hour. Give the U.S. government also wisdom. Father, this world needs you. Lord, raise up intercessors. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So, if you would like to have any, like, think there is some brochures and update. If you want to bless the ministry, thank you. Peace and grace to you. Thank you, Pastor David.